Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. Constant to myself, we felt appropriate that the fathers deserve to join in. It's a long trip. It's appreciated. People came from great distances, from far as Baltimore, New York, many places in between. So we felt that it's appropriate that as we're seeing a chizuk and we're seeing guys make an attachment to Torah Shabal Peh, that the fathers deserve, it's Pasha, you're right, to have that nachas, to have that joy, to see, to join in what we're seeing and what we're experiencing. So I want to thank everybody for making the trip. I want to thank the guys. What's going on in Yeshiva's electric. It's, it's something so cool. There's no fast forward to this moment. Trust me, if we had a trick, day one in Yeshiva, could we press a button? Why can't we just, day one, there'd be like this magical energy, this Hazar and Bedima, much work for each Bachar, everybody's journey. Organically, slowly, and in a real way. And that journey is beautiful. The process to get to these days is very, very appreciated and beautiful. It's very challenging. Very, very challenging for us all in our own personal journeys. It's challenging to make that connection to Torah and Mitzvahs, each one in our own journey and in the journey of our, of our children, watching our children go through a process. Each parent watching our children connect to Torah, connect to Mitzvahs, each one in their way is exhilarating and sometimes frustrating. Our own journeys and our children, but there's a tremendous... The words that come to mind now in the yeshiva, Virina Yiksayru. During the winter, there's Hazarim Bedema, there's tears, there's difficulty, there's process. But we're seeing a lot of that. We all, I don't pretend that any one of all of our journeys at all stages and ages continue, Baruch Hashem. There are yet further frontiers for all of us to conquer, but we're seeing a lot of success. We feel, I, I was thrilled. All of us in Yeshiva know, you watch Ben Torah, you watch Meimei Clemen, you see a shaggy. Oh! That his parents, as Yeshiva, he makes us look very good. To have a Ben Torah like that, it's the parents that get the credit. Always the parents put in tremendous amounts, and the parents deserve the credit. And we feel in our own enjoying, the Rina Yiksayru, the fathers deserve to be part, deserve to see it, deserve to experience. We can go many names. We've watched. I've watched Yaakov Ellen over Shvuas. I can go many, many more names. We do have a schedule to try to keep, but pretty, pretty shockingly close to schedule. <laughs> But um, I'm ruining it now. But, but the bottom line is is that you can go many, many more names. The parents deserve it. They deserve the Rina Yiksayru. I watched many a morning. You watch in this front of the base Medrash. And you watch with Russ, learning with Ozzy, learning with Yassi, Prize Rabbit. It was so cool to come in today and to see Rabbi Russ together with the, with the guys learning with him, together with the fathers, just all across the yeshiva, the, the fathers, you deserve it, you deserve the nachas you're getting, to watch today, to come in this morning, we've seen Ellie Manila sit and learn, I don't know how to pronounce the way the guys would chant. Ellie Manila, Ellie Manila, Ellie Manila, Ellie Manila. But, um, but to see him learning with his father, it's something that, it's something that is, 
just looks right. It seems right. I want to thank all the fathers for coming. I want to thank, we have even some brothers. Dovi Gottlieb's brother came from Baltimore. No! Morning, Manshik. Besides that, his aide came, his brother came as well. I, I can there are many fathers and many sons who deserve who deserve mention, but really an appreciation. Thank you, all the fathers, for making the trip up. And I'm thankful you're here for the day. The day is an important day for us, for everybody, and it's a day we're really saying that what we found on Shavuos, what we connected to on Shavuos, what brought us, Shavuos itself was a culmination of more than Sheva There was Sheva Shavuos to Mimais. Starting from Elul, we had a fullness of weeks that brought us to Shavuos. And what we're saying right after Shavuos, we're continuing. Our commitment is real. What we found, what we have connected to is going to continue. So as such, I ask Rai Shapiro, before Rai Shapiro shares, the way we are is we greet with song. That's just how we are here. So I asked Aryeh, there's a song, Yamtiv. You'll notice we're continuing our commitments of Yamtiv. You'll notice we took out the precious Sefer Torah. That holy moment of taking out the Torah, that ever-important moment. So there are words that we say specifically on Yantiv. Here we're celebrating our Torah. And these are the words that we pray Tashem. That we say Tashem on Yantiv. So I'm going to ask Aryeh to sing the song for the Chevra. And then we'll continue with Shira Shel Torah with Rashi Piero.
often encounter the following. You encounter something that doesn't feel right in your gut, and then someone else telling you a chazal that seems to be the opposite of your gut. It happens very, very often. Some will say, well, chazal say this, and you're like, but that, that can't be. And very often it's true, by the way, that there are 10 other ways to learn that chazal, and you'll be able to find 10 chazals your way. That happens very often. That could be a very, very dangerous thing to use a chazal to like prove your point. It could be very dangerous. Just the other day, I was debating with someone about Waterbury, which I do pretty often. He had his opinions about how much the Rav should be going after the Talmud. Talmud should be going after the Rav. He said, I say Rav. As he told me, he said, say lacha rav, you're supposed to go get a rav. So, instead of arguing, I said the wrong words. Not really. But I said, oh, don't throw chazals at me. He looked at me like I was from Mars. Like, going to argue with chazal? He was like, so, but what I meant was, there are always going to be chazals the other way, and you could learn this chazal ten other ways. It's, it's not, it's difficult to, to draw out things from Chazal. And when it goes against your gut, it's a difficult thing. It's a difficult process. A few years ago, I was teaching in another place where I teach, and um, the girls' school. They were very bothered by certain things that were being enforced upon them under the pretext of 
We're forcing this upon you because of mitoshalolishma balashma, chitsonius, or the panemius, and so on and so forth. And it was one of those moments where I said, this can't, this just can't, there's something off here, and I can't put my finger on it. But they have the chazals on their side. So that's what got me thinking about This is a few years ago already. It got me thinking about this topic. And what I wanted to do today, though, was to go through the Chazals, because it's, it's, it's all in Chazal. We, we, we believe that it's all in Chazal. Of course, that's our Amunah in the Torah. Everything's in Chazal. Everything is there. There's nothing that's not there. There's no situation. There's no modern psychology that's not there. There's no such thing. We can't always extrapolate the Ennis from Chazal, so we use from, you know, modern-day Jewish books to modern-day non-Jewish books. We use all those things to help us with our Vodas Hashem. But today I just wanted to explore the Chazals themselves. And I know the end. I know at the end what people say, what, what Gedolim even say about, about Lashma, about... You really need to want it. I, I, I know all those things. That, that's not what, I, in other words, you can look at all these and say, no, but, but, but Chaim Velazhner says, I know that. Today, I just wanted to go through the Chazal a little bit. At the end, I, I will say something about, practically speaking, what I think. And I have to say, my opinions do not necessarily express the opinions of Waterbury Shiva or Rabbi Kalish. <laughs> in Waterbury, they say, no, 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 this is Ali Shapiro. Rob might argue, I don't know. Um, so I'm not going to go through the so We don't have enough time to like go through the sugyas inside. So I'm just going to speak out some things that come out from the sugyas. I have a lot of questions and not necessarily a lot of answers. I, I don't. I tried. I, I, I couldn't come up with like a nice, it's not going to be a nice, you know, package with a bow. With a bow. It's, it's, it's not going to be that. I don't have, I don't have such clarity within the sugyas. So what it seems is like this. There is the concept of Lashma. That's first of all. There's a concept of doing a mitzvah for the right purpose, for the right, with the right kavanas, with the right intention. There's a concept of doing a mitzvah shalom Lashma, and it's a good thing to do that. And then there's a concept of doing a mitzvah shalom Lashma, which you should not do. That's in the Gemaras. The Gemara talks about the the Gemara la olam yasa gadam Torah mitzvahs alfapishalolishma afilishalolishma a person should be osek in Torah mitzvahs even shalolishma because mitok shalolishma balishma because it's going to come to lishma that that's amar amar amarav that's the chazal so apparently from there it's clear that it's a good thing to be osek in Torah mitzvahs afilishalolishma even though it's shalolishma furthermore the Gemara says even more than just you should. The Gemara says, seemingly, a, 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 the, the case of Shalol Shema is if you are giving tzedakah menashe yichya bani in order that my son shall live, or in order that I'm a ben olam haba, also, that's Shalol Shema. Why is it Shalol Shema? We'll see in a second what Shema is. Harez et tzadik gomer. You're at tzadik gomer. Even stronger v'lashon than, than l'olam yasok. Even stronger than you should do it, because it will lead to Shema. This is like, this is tzadik gomer, which is interesting. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's the highest level. But still, you would call it Tzad the Gummer. Just a snam, an interesting fact that we see a person can be called a Tzad the Gummer, even though he's not in the highest level of Lishma, which is interesting. But that's not Gemara. Lishma, we find 
that the Gemara talks about Lashma being learning Almanas Lasos. Tachlis of Chachma is Tshuva and Maisim Tovim, the Gemara says, Lasos. But I think the root of it is in a Rashi. The, the Gemara says, the Gemara talks about people who separate from certain things for the wrong reasons, seemingly degrading those people, saying it's not a good thing. And one of those things is parash mi'ava mi'ira. One of those things, if, if you separate from doing bad, because you love, Rashi says, reward, you want Hashem's reward, or because yira, because you're afraid of punishment, those are people that are parash, they separate from something, it seems to be not a good thing. Abayev and Rav, I think, Rav and Abayev, I believe, say, they say, take that out of the b'risa, take it out, because it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be osik in Torah and mitzvah, so therefore, we have lolishma is ava, loving reward, fearing punishment. Those are two, two concepts of, two aspects of lolishma. But Rashi brings out what lishma is. Now it brings out, Rashi says what lishma is. Rashi says lishma, the highest level of lishma is ava. Ava is loving Hashem, loving his mitzvahs. So Rashi says both those things in two different Rashi's. Loving Hashem, loving his mitzvahs. So apparently that's the highest level of Lashma, and it could be that goes along with doing it lasos. If you love Hashem, you love his mitzvahs, you're, you, you want to copy him. That's what, our, that's what our life is about. Adam, the word Adam of Hirsch says comes from Dhamma, similar. Because our purpose, our, 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 our root, the root of Adam is to be similar, to be similar to Hashem. And therefore, we love Hashem, we want to be similar to him. That's the lasos. It could be those, those things all come together. Not necessarily different aspects. It could be they all come together. The Ava, loving the mitzvahs, loving Hashem, and the, and the Lasos. That's Lashma. Lo Lashma, so we find different Lashonos, which Tosa sums it up in two words, which I believe sums up everything. We find Tosa says, Sheyechabdu, Kavod, Kavod, so that you're honored. That's the Shalol Lashma, a good Shalol Lashma. We find, like we said, loving, we already said loving. Um, schar, hating, being afraid of punishment. We said, we said those. And then an interesting one we see, find is atzlus, is laziness as well. The Gemara talks about laziness. And I'll just, I'll just say quickly, this kasha, it's, such a, it's a pella. I know the Rav is bothered by this. and it, It's such a strange case. The Gemara talks about a case. It was just going um, to jump to the end. But there were women in Mechuzah that they didn't work all week because they were lazy, pampered, mafuniki. That's the lashon of the Gemara. And then they didn't work Erev Shabbos. There was an Indian to not work, there was, a, there was an Indian to not work Erev Shabbos. And it was a good thing. And since they were doing a good thing for not working, they're called shuffle veniskar. Someone who is shuffle, which, which means lazy. <laughs> Seemingly it means lazy. Zitosa seems to use the word atlas. And still they get rewarded because they're why? Because of, of this chazal, they're doing a mitzvah shalosh which is a, a plia atsuma. Because they're not using laziness to do anything against their nature. This has nothing to do with mitosh shalosh means it could be that I'm not doing something, but the problem isn't that they're not doing something. I could not do something that I want to do, that I'm not supposed to do, and I use money as an incentive. I use money as an incentive. 
and I'll get reward. I'm doing something against my nature. Shalolashma. And we told Shalolashma Balashma. That's not what's going on over here. They're lazy. It happens to be Friday. They're also lazy. They're going with their nature. They happen to be not working. It's a pliatsuma. Mamish don't understand how this is the regular. Fine. So we'll leave that. One thought, maybe, just like a practical thing. I don't know if this is MS. The Gemara also says a case of a guy. Um, who is a shuffle, who is lazy, and they're going to lose out. They're not going to get rewarded. They're not going to get rewarded. I, mommies don't understand this case, this person. I don't understand the person. I don't understand the psychology of this person. One who is lazy, so he doesn't work all week, and then he works on Friday. That's bad. That's like the worst. But I don't understand what that case is. Why it's psychological? I mean, just like, why would a person do that? He's like, sola hachis. That's what, that's what he's talking about, like a Russia gummer. Like he's like, oh, I'm not supposed to work Erev Shabbos. I'm going to work Erev Shabbos. What's shot in that case? It could be maybe just a practical thing. I don't know if you'll agree with this, that a person's not working all week. Why would he work on Friday? Because he realized he didn't work all week. And it's the end of the week now. He's trying to hop around for everything he missed during the week. He didn't work all week. Why is he waking up Friday? Because it's the end of the week. I didn't get any work done. So there is an extra taiva to work on Friday, especially when you didn't work during the week, so, so, so that, you, so that you, you get all the work done. So it could be it's the same thing over here, that someone who's lazy and then doesn't work on Friday, it could be there's like an extra Yetzirah to want to get things done on Friday, and therefore you're, they are holding themselves back, even though it's the same laziness, but they're using the laziness to hold themselves back on Friday when you want to like hop around for all the work. Practice, it's a practical shot. It could be. It's, it's, you know? They say I said over to I said over before that uh, just uh, just an interesting thing. Ruven Leuchter he said over that they said after Chaim Kenyevsky passed away, they said that he said on himself that he was lazy. He had laziness. He was lazy. Beteva and Beteva he was lazy. Naturally he was lazy. So if you know Rav Uver and Leuchter, of course he has a different twist on everything in the world. So he says, the yeshivishers want to say, what Rechaim meant was, I was lazy and I beat my teva. I, I beat my teva and I, was, and I was not lazy. And I became what I became. He said, no, that's not what he meant. He meant, the Gedolim know that you use your nature for Avodah Hashem. He used his laziness to be a masmid. He was learning he had some, you know, FOMO. What was, what's going on out there? He'd say, ah, to walk all the way out there. I'm going to use my, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I'll just learn. That's sort of like the Wanda but, but it's brilliant. It's, it's a brilliant. He used his laziness. He used the laziness. These women in this Gemara were lazy. They had an extra taiva to go on Friday, and they used their laziness. Like, ah, get up and work. They used their laziness. It's a lola shma, but it was a lola shma that was, that was niskar. That, maybe, maybe you could say a pshat. Then there's the non-lishma, which is bad. Which the Gemara says very serious things about it. It calls it sam hamaves, poison. It calls it roi lo shalo the person should not have been born. That's very, very bad. That's like the, the this shalo lishma sounds a little impractical. When you look at the lushan of how Tosfos says it, Tosfos basically says that those Gemaras 
are talking about someone who, when he sums it up, he says, Lara. Lara. He does it for bad. Now, I don't know what this case means because a person is doing it, at one point he says, Lehis Yaher over Chaverov, to, to like be haughty over his friends, to be haughty over, to get his friends. Now, I don't know what that means. I mean, isn't that what, I, you know, I was, tell, I was telling them before that when I, you know, when I have chavrusas and I get angry when they slug me up quickly, yeah, I'm, I, 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 this has happened many, many, many times where I'm, mamish, my whole intent was I got to get him. I can't stand how he always proves me wrong. I might. So that was like, that was the lowest. It's, it's hard to imagine that. So a case where it's lahachis, where a person's mamish lara, is, it's hard to think about what that is. I don't know. But, uh, but that's, that's what it says. In other words, I don't know why this is different than other things, which we'll see in a second. Tosvos seems to sum it up in two words. He says, in terms of shalolishma, that's good. He says at one point, he says, which I thought summed up really everything. I want the reward. I don't want the punishment. I'm lazy. I, uh, I want to be honored. When Tosvos says those two words, to me, it felt like that was like summing up all the other descriptive terms. So we have lishma, which is ava. We have we have lo lishma, which you should do, which is for your hanas atzmo. And then we have the bad shalolishma, which doesn't seem so practical. Lara, just for bad, for 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 you know for evil. Someone said maybe like in the olden days, Rabbi Garfield pointed out in the olden days, like the maskilim, the reform movement. There used to be tamida chachamim. They used to use the Torah mamish like lara to like shlug up the chachamim. Could could be that could be that's like what it means. Then a few more sugyas come up, which 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 confused thing, which confused things a little bit for me. Number one was this shuffle veniskar, but I I, I think we me yeah, I've gotten shot in that. Number two is a big caution. The Rishonim asked this. The mission of us says, "Altiu kavodim." Don't be like servants that serve their rav, almenas lekabel schar. Do not be like that. Listen to the words. Do not be like that. And I know, I know it's Lamaskana, but, but just to walk you through the sugya, don't be like a servant that serves his master from Nasakaba Pras. Rather, be like a servant that serves his master Shalom Nasakaba Pras. That means if you're, if you're after the money, don't do it. What do you mean? That's not Lara. That's not bad. It's a wonderful shalolishma. That's lahanaz atzmo. How can the Mishnah say based on what we're saying? How can Tosha say? How could? How could it? How could? How does that? How do those two, those two things go together? Do not do this. It says, "I'll tell you." Kasha number one. The Gemara Sachem says clearly. That well, here's the thing. Let's let's. The whole mimer is very very strange to me. Why should a person be osek in Torah mitzvahs afilushalolishma? If I were to ask you, why should I do a mitzvah if it's not for the right reason? I would say something very simple. I would say, because it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. If you're doing a mitzvah in the you get a mitzvah. 
the Gemara Psachim says this clearly. When, when, when there's a kasha, there's a sira and psukim by David Melech, one Pasuk says Hashem's chesed is ad shemayim, and one Pasuk says it's, it's mi'al shemayim. And the Gemara says the difference is whether you're doing it lishma or not lishma. And it's clear from what the Gemara is trying to bring out, and in Rashi, what the Gemara is trying to say, that it's still a mitzvah if you do a mitzvah shalol lishma. So what's pshat in that mimer? Always do a mitzvah shalol lishma because... Because, don't worry, you'll get to the Shema one day. That's not why you're doing the mitzvah. It's very, very strange. You're doing the mitzvah because it's a mitzvah anyway. Why is it totally the reason on the fact that you'll come to Lishma? That's not the reason why you're doing mitzvah, Shalom Lishma. Does it bother anyone? It's a big kasha. It's a very big kasha. Another very big kasha is... The Gemara says that in one place you're at Tzadik Gamar if you give Tzedakah for the wrong, wrong reasons. And in another place it brings from a Pasuk that it's not a good thing to give Tzedakah for the wrong reasons. And the Gemara says something which kind of just like throws off this whole sugya. The Gemara says, Khan be Yisrael, Khan Megoy, Khan Be'ovei Gemara makes a chilek between a yid and a goy, seemingly saying, seemingly saying that if you're a yid, then doing things shlo shema is okay. If you're a goy, doing things shlo shema is not okay. Meaning, if you're a yid, for whatever reason, there's something inside of you that always wants Hashem, however, whatever you're going to say it is, and that's totally okay. The problem is that we already said the Mishnah in in Pirkei Avos says you should not do it. It's really the same kasha, but, 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 but it furthers it. The Mishnah says that you're supposed to not serve Hashem to get reward. Assumingly, that's talking about a yid. And Tosfos says, amazingly, and I know if you saw the Gemara, there is a gears to change there, but, but, the, but the Achronim seemed to go with this. Tosfos says, you know what Tosfos says when he asks his kasha? He says, don't worry, that Mishnah is talking about a guy. Mamish Appella. The Tosa Zionist have asked on this. Tosa Zionist says, what? A Mishnah Birge Avos is saying, don't be like a, don't, like a servant who serves a man. Rather serve Hashem. What do you mean? You're supposed to. No, it's a guy. It's talking about a guy. Mamish Appella. He says this. He says those words. And yes, there is a Gears of Change, which we'll, we'll, we'll say in a second. It has to go with that Gears of Change. It just doesn't make sense in the other way. But the Tosfos Yom goes with this, with this and he asks on, on Tosfos. But Goy can't do something Lishma. But Goy is not supposed to do something Lishma. We're not supposed to do something not Lishma. If a someone who is Laros, is bad, is to do bad, is not supposed to do a Mr. Shalom Lishma. So let me ask you something. I never knew until I learned that this time around what the source of Mitosh Lolishma Balishma is. You know what the source is? If you got to that Gemara? Balak. Balak HaRasha was going to destroy the Jewish people. I think that's bad. No? Destroying the Jewish people, I think it's pretty bad. And he goes and brings 42 Karbanos three times, 14 Karbanos each time, to destroy the Jewish nation. And he's a guy. And we learn from there Mitosh Lolishma Balishma. Why? 
And there's another Pella. Because Balak, because of that, he was Zoha to have Rus come out of him. The Toshaloshabosh learned from Balak, who was Lara, who was a guy. And furthermore, where do we see anywhere, except for modern Svarim, that Mitoshaloshabosh is always used like this? If I do something a lot, Shaloshma, Hashem will just bring out the Lishma within me. That's how I always learned it. I think that's how all the modern Muslims from talk about it. Where do we ever see such a thing? Balak is the source. Balak was not Rogil to bring her Banos, but He brought it three times. Lara, by the way. He brought it three times. And then he never came to... And if Balak would have then become a, become a tzad, would have become a Tzadik Gomor and started bringing her Banos to Hashem, then you would learn We don't learn that from Balak. We see from Balak that that later on the Marsha says that the, 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 by the way, how is Mitoshalabalish? We bring Karbanos, what does that, that, that do with Rus? So the Marsha says, I printed in the back here in Horia, so the Marsha says that the Mitoshalabalishma is he brought Karbanos Shalolishma, and it came out later in generations with Rus to David and Shloma bringing Karbanos Lishma. That's what the Marsha says. The Marsha, and just that other question, the Marsha and Tosos both say that Balak, Tosos says it, but Marsha speaks it out, that Balak also, he wasn't Lara. He was, he was for, for it's, the Pasuk says he was scared. It was for his honor. The Marsha speaks this out. I printed it in the back here. The Marsha speaks this out. Which, again, I don't know where then, where Lara is. Where is Ra? If Balak was doing it, Balak... I mean, Chazal say that he was a bigger hater of the Jews than Bilam. Chazal say that, I think. So I don't know where it comes in, that it was just because he was scared, just because of Kavod. I don't know where that... Where, so where's Lara? I don't know. But that's what the Marsha says. The Balak was really for Kavod also. He was the good kind of Lolishma. He was the good kind of Lolishma. But it seems like what we see from here, that... Mitosh Shalolishma Balishma, it sounds like it's that if you do something Shalolishma, there's something, there's a point in there that is good, that's going to come out somewhere. It doesn't sound like we're, we're used to learning. That came out later on in David Amelach and Shlomo Amelach. There's a point, that's what we see from Balak. There's a point in it, if it's done for the right, for, for, for okay reasons, that there's a point in it, in that Misa. Not if you're constantly doing it, you'll all of a sudden. It sounds like in that mice itself, there's something, there's an akuda that's, that's tov, if it's done properly, and then that'll come out somewhere. We usually learn it'll come out with us. Maybe it couldn't come out in Bullock because he was a guy. I, I don't know. I don't know why it didn't come out in Bullock himself. But that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like from Bullock, from the riot from Bullock. So I'll, I'll just say that it seems, with all these questions, the following. It seems like the Girsa change in, tos, in Tosos. I'll tell you what the gear. Tosos says, Kan Be'akum. Over there we're talking about Be'akum. And there's a Girsa change. I don't know who, maybe the Bach even, might be the Bach who says, Kan Ke'akum. Ke'akum. Now it's not so wild because in other Tosos, it Lashonos he uses as follows. Tosos says, you know where you shouldn't be Mishap. And this, by this, what I'm about to tell you, this Tosos is like, 
every, it like sums up a lot in practicality also. Tosos doesn't say Khan Ba'akim and other. That's the Gemara, I believe, in Rosh Hashanah, he says that. In other Gemaras, you know what he says? He says, you know when you're not supposed to serve the Ra'al of Nanz Kabbalah Prash? You know what the Mishnah is talking about? Oh, first I have to be mocked him. When it says Khan Ba'akim, Khan Yisrael, the Pshat Rashi and Tosos give over the what is Pshat, with the, what's the difference between going to Yisrael? Because Yisrael won't regret if the thing on the condition that they made did not happen. That's what Rashi and Tosas both say. A guy wants the thing that they, that they want more than the mitzvah they're doing. A Jew wants the thing, wants the mitzvah anyway. So he won't regret if the thing doesn't come to pass, the thing that he wanted, the condition that he made. That's what Rashi and Tosas say over there. But the other, that's the difference between a Jew and a guy. And again, it sounds like a Jew automatically. It sounds, it sounds almost like, like the Rambam says that a Jew is like, you could, you could even, you, you know, by Gittin and by Karbanos that you, could, that, you could, that you could beat him up until he says, I wrote Zani because he really deep down sounds almost like that. If you don't change the Girsa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. If you change the Girsa, but then it still has to work out well, oh, so the, the other Tosas is... Right, so the so Tosas says it over so... He, Mamish Beferish, in the other Tosas, two other, two other places, he says, Khan, where your Toel Rishonos, where it says you're not supposed to be Rishonos, is where you're going to regret. <laughs> the Mamish spells it out clearly. He says nothing. In fact, at one of the places, if I remember correctly, he says, like a guy. Another place doesn't even say that. He doesn't even say like a guy. He just says, over there is where you're going to regret what, what, you know, you're going to regret the mitzvah that you've done when it doesn't, when the, when the condition that you made doesn't happen. So, Mamish, this gears of change at the back is not just, it's not just because of these kashas, it's all, I mean, Tosas Mamish spells it out clearly in other places. So it comes out, the Tosas Yantav I printed out for you, Tosas Yantav says a beautiful, beautiful deal. The Tosas Yantav asks on Tosfos, and he says that, um, You shouldn't be like an Eved. You shouldn't be like an Eved on Manas Lekabal Pras. The Tosas Yantav says it can't be. He says, Hashem put all of the, so much schar, so much reward, so, much, so many good things that are going to happen to you if you do the mitzvahs. And, you, and, and you're not, and if you're doing it just for those mitzvahs that Hashem wrote in the Torah, you're not supposed to do it? He says it's a pelz. It can't be. That's one thing he says. He says an unbelievable diak, and he brings this toast to us, by the way. He says it can't be, and he says it must be at the end of the toast of the He says it must be like this gears of change. It must be ke'akum, if you do it ke'akum. So he says, and this kind of sums up everything, he says a beautiful diak. He says, um, you should not be like an Eved that serves his master on Manas Pras. He says, it doesn't say that you shouldn't serve Hashem on Manas Pras. He said, you shouldn't be like that Eved that serves Hashem on Manas Pras. But you're still an Eved. You're still an Eved Hashem. Tosi Yantav says that. You're still an Eved. But don't be like the Eved. Don't be like the best kind of Eved. Be like the Eved that serves Hashem now for the Pras. But you're still an Eved. The, 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 the Mishnah says you're still an Eved. Unbelievable. That's the Tosi Yantav Diyuk. That's his Diyuk. So now, so it seems to be what will come out now 
is that and, and one thing that needs to be first of all one kasha that I have that is not that is not answered is the Gemara first of all says Rebezi the Gemara says Kam Ba'akum Kam Yisrael yes you can say that's Lav Dafka but the Gemara is going off of a Pusik that is Badaik that you shouldn't do it that, 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 that since, since it was a Goy he should not have done it it's not a good thing that he did the Gemara says it's not a good thing that he did why? Because he was a goy that was going to mischari. Who says? You're saying because of mistama. That's you're saying. Because mistama, he's a he's a goy. So maybe we could assume that. Maybe. What? I don't know what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Rebezi's saying. That the, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. But one thing that needs to be answered. Just one last thing that needs to be answered. Is that what comes out. What, what would come out right now, if you think about everything we've said, is that you shouldn't be like an Eved. That's where you're going to regret it. But this amazing thing that comes out, like, I don't, I'm not going to say, but this amazing thing comes out. With this Tosas Yantav, with this Gears of Change in Tosas, what comes out is that that you shouldn't serve Hashem Amanas Kaba Pras, because you're going to regret it if it doesn't happen, you really should do it. Meaning, it comes out that even if you are going to regret it, because that's how they answer that Mishnah, and with the Tosas Yantiv, it's he's saying that the Mishnah is still, you're still an Eved Hashem, it sounds like you're still an Eved Hashem, and you should still do it, even though you're going to regret it. Which is a very strange thing to say, but that's what would come out. Meaning, it sounds like this. It sounds like Tosa is making a new level. There's regretting it. There's regretting it. You're going to regret it. Even if you're a Jew. And you still do it. You're still an Eved Hashem. And then there's this Gemara that says, when you're not going to regret it, and you should do it, then it's a different level than you're at Tzadik Gomer. Meaning, it seems to be that Tosa is Mimachal, which when you're called at Tzadik Gomer, I mean, you're not a tzaddik gummer because you're going to regret it. It seems like Tosas is saying, you're a tzaddik gummer if you're not going to regret it. If you're going to regret it, you're not a tzaddik gummer. But you should still do it. Which is a very strange thing to say. That even if someone's mom is going to regret it, he should still do it. But that's, that sounds like that's really what would come out. Which is very strange. So, I want to say that the one thing that's missing from here, and this is kind of the punchline, practically speaking, what it doesn't talk about is whether you can enforce all this on someone else. That's not discussed in these Gemaras. In other words, yes, if I'm going to regret it, if I'm going to regret it, maybe I should still do it. But can I enforce that upon somebody else? That the Gemara doesn't talk about. So that's why it could be that enforcing it upon someone else with under this pretext, with all this, it could be that won't work. The Gemara's really don't talk about it. Where the Gemara does talk about it, there is a Gemara that talks about bribing, which Rabbi Glazer showed to me, an amazing Gemara, which talks about praising a certain Rebbe of children who used to bribe to get them to learn. Right? And a Rambam, Rabbi Yitz showed me, the Rambam says you're supposed to bribe young kids to get them to learn. And I want to say, could be halach lemaisa, that it could be like this. This is, I, I guess, how I would sum it up. It is, I guess, how I would sum up today. 
I would say that if the purpose is to get a person in the habit, get a child in the habit, it could be then, then that's okay to bribe. Because the purpose now is to get them in the habit. When they're young kids, they don't have das anyway. They're not, they're supposed to just, that's what chinuch is. That, that's the way they, that's the way it's spoken about. So the Chazal seems to speak about it. The way they speak about it is, is chinuch is to get them, um, you know, misragal to do the mitzvahs. And that's why. And then, and then when they're bar mitzvah, they'll be able to do it. It'll be easier for them to do it. And for that, it could be you're able to bribe, to get yourself in certain habits. No? Yeah, I'm asking. Huh? But if the purpose is, a, a, if the purpose is for the person to feel it, to get that ava, and B, if you, if the purpose is that, it could be it can't be forced on someone else. Then I don't see how you can force on someone else. And that's why the later Achron and Rebbe Shechayim and Rebbe Shechayim Sofer and the Mislam Eliyahu says that the person has to want the Lishma. The person himself has to want the Lishma. And if he's forced, he doesn't want it. If he's bribed, he might not want it. If I do it, and yes, I, I'm doing it for reward, even if I might regret it, that might work. But to impose on someone else, that might not work. If it's something that needs Lishma, with an adult, I would say, or someone over 13, I don't know exactly what age. Someone who the purpose is a lishma, so it might not work. But to get someone in the habit, it could be, could be that would work. Could be that would work. That's, a, that's, a, that's what I would say maybe would come out, would come out from these So you Not really come out, because these don't really discuss it. There is the bribing that's discussed, but that's with the little kids. It's always with little kids. So it could be that's, it could be that's what I would say. And that's what I felt when I was originally asked that question. That's really what I was feeling. Yeah, you have to do it. The chitzonius, or the panemius, and all that is when, when you do it. You want to do it. So you do it with an extra zeal, like the Mishael Shatram says. And then it will have its effect. But to force someone else in that pretext, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if that would work. And, and I'll just end off saying this, this Lashon of Tzadik Gomer. I just want to give a, give a quick shot on the Lashon of Tzadik Gomer. It's very interesting, this, this language side the gummer versus not side the gummer, and it has to do with if the person will regret it versus if the person won't regret it. I say just a machshava. It's hard for me to just say a shtickle Torah without machshava, of course. And uh, I just want to say like this that it could be a side the gummer is someone who won't regret it, non side the gummer is someone who will regret it. A tzaddik, the, the is someone, this is from the Bas, uh, the Bas Ayin says, it says about a tzaddik, tzaddik is sod olam. And he says what that means is Sadik sees the foundations of the world. He says Yud is Chachma and Sod. Yud Sod. Sadik sees the secrets of the world and he brings it, he brings it by Noach at Sadik, that at Sadik, his Koach is he's able to see the good, the Tov in everything. And I want to say that there's something about being able to see the Tov in yourself and everything with it. Like we said before, with the laziness with Rechaim Kanevsky. A tzaddik is someone who's able to take his kochos, take his midos, and use it for the good, as opposed to shutting them down. And it could be that someone who is, will not regret doing the mitzvah if he doesn't get payment, then why is the person using the payment to begin with? Why is the person, why doesn't he do it? If he really won't regret it and he really wants to do the mitzvah, so why doesn't he just do it? And I'm thinking maybe that's the pshat. He really wants to do it, but it's difficult for him. So all he's doing is he's using that thing as a stepping stone. He's seeing the tov in his taivas mamun, taivas kavod. He's seeing the tov in that and using that to get him to do the mitzvah. He's just using it as a stepping stool. 
That's why he's a tzaddik gomer. He's just using it as a stepping stool. The proof is that he won't regret it. If you'll regret it, then it's not just a stepping stool. I really want that thing too. It could be that's the machshava behind why this person is a tzaddik gomer versus the other person who's not, who's not a tzaddik gomer. Um, that's what I wanted to share with you today. Any questions or uh, rebuttals? I thought there would be more like... I thought it would be more controversial, is what I'm trying to say. I guess not. No, any... any it's, it's clear? Any questions or... Doesn't Almanas mean, isn't that why the Russian commission says Almanas and not just the Kava Pras? You could have just said Altio Kavanam You have been listening to a Shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon Shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each Shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.